Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this episode of the Foreigners Journals podcast. Today is the 23rd of July 2022. Um, recording this from Germany, it's very hot here. It's been hot the whole week, maybe not as hot as the um, in Southern Europe or in France, but we have been having temperatures uh, around uh, 28 to 40, you know, which is really hot, you know. Like I said before, the heat here is very different, so... Um, what you usually feel when it's hot is that it's um, it's hot during the whole day and it doesn't become cooler in the evening, so it stays like really warm, you know, which um, can be a nice thing, you know, because you have nice warm evenings, slightly cooler then, but it can also be really pretty tough because you feel sometimes like you just don't have a break from the heat. But I am really um, enjoying it. And yesterday I was talking to a friend of mine and she said, you know, um, we don't know what's going to happen in winter. It could happen that uh, that that we don't have any gas and it's going to be very cold. So I think the best thing is to just um, enjoy the sun so we have good memories during uh, winter when it might be too cold considering how um, unpredictable Putin is. So, but um, that is not what I wanted to talk about today. I wanted to... Um, talk about the phenomena of uh, minorities um, or and specifically black people supporting um, racist parties or um, just like right-wing parties, you know. So um, I don't know if you're following the, the elections in the United Kingdom um, for the Tories, for the Conservatives have been looking to get um, replacement for Boris Johnson, the former prime minister who's going to step down. And one of the front runners up until um, last week was a black woman called uh, Kemi Badenov. <coughs> now, Kemi Badenov is um, is a black woman who with Nigerian parents, and she was being supported by the hard right, you know, like of the Tory party, you know. So not just conservatives, but but like really right wing. Um, right-wing part of the party, you know, like completely right-wing. And she even got an, an endorsement for Britain First, which is uh, basically um, like a fascist um, party that was been, that has a like nationalistic fascist party that is um, really, really supposedly very, very racist, you know. So I thought about this and I thought about the phenomenon of um, black people, um, or just minorities, you know, it doesn't have to be a black person, but it could also be a member of a minority group or a persecuted group, like um, a member of a, the queer community, or um, or just any, um, like, not at least in the Western sense, like not uh, the um, majority group. And I've wondered a bit about how it happens, how over and over it has it happens that. Um, that uh, these people, that it, it happens every other time, that there are people, that these people support um, um, support parties that have that actively hate their own people, you know. So um, right wingers uh, here in Europe don't make a secret of how much they detest uh, migrants of people um, of brown people in general. So it's really it's really perplexing to see them front a black woman, you know, as a candidate, you know. So um, I thought about that. And then it occurred to me that um, 
most of the time this relationship between um, between right-wingers and these people are actually very transactional, you know, like both parties know what they're getting from it, you know. Um, the person wants to uh, move forward in their career, you know, and they're right-wingers and, and therefore um, they're just glad to have... Uh, um, uh, to get any support, any kind of support, you know, I, and in exchange for this, they are ready to often claim um, things like uh, racism is not a thing, you know, so um, actually making uh, those of you who um, like kind of give, I would say, like give um, the racists uh, like a cover, you know, so that they can say like, well, but you're not racist, you know, if we have a uh, like I can imagine the Tory right, you know, like the right wingers in uh, Britain kind of congratulating themselves, uh, telling themselves like, well, um, if we can support a candidate like um, Kimi Badenhoff, who is a black woman, then we are obviously not um, not racist, you know. And um, therefore, like basically giving racist cover, you know. On the other hand, um, the woman can claim yeah and, and this is this is a big thing this is a big um by claiming this they basically obliterate any um argument of people who they don't they don't take any responsibility for their actions there is no reason then to change anything because if they if, if there's no racism then it means that um there is absolutely no reason to change any laws or any way or any forms of any ways of engaging minorities because there is no reason to change anything you know and um the person on the other hand the um what do the black people like in this case like this woman came but enough what does she have from it and i think what she has from it is that she gets um she gets favored then to move forward, you know, move forward and uh, be the face of uh, black people, you know, or a minor, minority group. It doesn't have to be just a black person, you know. There are, uh, in the case of Britain, there are people like um, uh, Priti Patel, who is their um, their home secretary, or uh, I think they like the, who's in charge of uh, immigration and stuff. And she is very, very, very hostile to... Um, to foreigners, even though she was, um, her family came from uh, East Africa, you know, so it's really, so her parents were also migrants in that country, but she's very, very hostile to, um, to, to foreigners of any kind, you know. So I think that um, the, normally uh, the right-wingers or the fascist um, groups that get to, uh, get minorities to work for them, use them is a very very little uh, little uh, tool against their own. You know, it's very it's one thing to be um, to be told that um, that uh, that there's no racism by a white person, and it's to be told that it's all your fault. You know, for for example, uh, you're being arrested was all because you are, you did something wrong by a white person. Because somehow at the back of your mind, you always know like, well, there is a way around it, you know. But if you're being told this by a black person or a, my, a fellow minority, it feels like um, there's some finality to it, you know. And um, this 
right-wing fascist groups have um, basically discovered this. You know, they basically discovered like they can use a member of minorities uh, very, very effectively against the same groups. You know, and I don't even think that this is a particularly uh, new phenomenon. You know, um, I think that it's it's always happened. I think people are opportunistic and people look for things that um, that that benefit them sometimes in very, very uh, unfair ways, but that is just how life is, you know. So um, I think one of the worst things, I I think to be able to qualify for this kind of a minority, first you have to denounce um, your own group of people. So you have to, if you're a foreigner, if your parents were migrants and stuff, you have to be hostile to them, you know, you have to act like um, um, somehow everything is their fault, you know, you have to lay blame for all the minorities and the whatever, who so are all, yeah, we're all criminals and stuff. You have to be able to talk ill of uh, foreigners or minorities and stuff. And uh, the other thing is that you have to kind of claim, and that they do this without exception, you, you have to claim um, that you work, your success is because you worked, you work hard, you know, and there is nothing like, um, like, there's nothing that is given on a silver platter in uh, any minorities or any disadvantaged groups. Like, for example, now in Kemi's case, she could claim something like the black uh, people who have any um, who have any problems in Britain. It's not because um, the system uh, make, makes it difficult for them. It's because they are lazy. You know, this is a favorite line of. Uh, this kind of uh, minorities, you know, this kind of token minorities that are usually paraded by right-wing fascist groups, you know. And the other thing is, um, yeah, the other thing is also that they try to, um, yeah, basically they are just using um, their fellow uh, groups of, um, using their fellow groups of uh, the group they belong to, you know, to advance their careers, you know. And um, I don't think I, I I don't I don't think that I I think it's unfortunate, but I think it's um, it's not completely surprising, you know. I think like uh, there'll always be this kind of people, and um, and they have to they try to paint uh, their groups in a certain way because that is what these fascist right-wing groups want, and um, and yeah, I. It's disappointing, but it's it's nothing new, you know. It's nothing new, and I think that there's no point of getting worked up about it, you know. I think that uh, there's so many I saw on Twitter that so many people were pretty upset uh, about that Kemi Badenoch, especially Nigerians, you know. I mean, I'm not, I don't have Nigerian uh, roots, so I don't really know how the country is per se. But for example, they said like one of the things she kept saying is that she talked about how um, how uh, there was no water or electricity or something like that in her home country or where her parents grew up. And yet this is someone who was from a very, very privileged background. You know, she is, and anyone who knows Africa, who's been to different African countries, knows that sometimes the amount of wealth on um, that some of these, uh, some of some African families have, it's just incredible, you know. And so they say, like I saw the Nigerians write about how she went to one of some of the most prestigious schools in Nigeria, you know, not cheap schools, you know, 
So this is someone who has never been an ordinary person, you know. And yet, when she goes to the UK, she wants to sell the idea of someone who actually struggled, you know, who somehow struggled and somehow uh, worked really hard to be where they are, you know, while the truth is something completely, completely different, you know. But I think, I, I don't even blame her for this. I think she knows her audience, you know, she knows that that's what they want to hear. And so that's what she does, you know. So, um, yeah, so um, at, at the end of the day, uh, Kemi uh, Badenoch didn't make it to the final two. And at the moment, they have um, um, Rishi Sunak, who is also, um, uh, like, is, is also of, uh, in, with Indian parents, and Liz Truss, you know. And um, as of today, it's not yet clear who will win, even though Liz Truss is uh, leading, but it's not yet decided. So again, um, <coughs> Sunak is also... Um, is Indian, but again, from a very, very, very privileged background. There's an Indian Britain, but from a very, very privileged background. And I, it's just really, I think Britain is at its own class when it comes to this um, talking, um, presenting talking minorities, you know, as some kind of a proof of their lack of racism or their, um, their being uh, such an open society, you know. And it's really fascinating, you know, because almost always without exception, these supposed minorities, whether they're black, whether they're Indian, whether they are of whatever um, persuasion, they are often, uh, from from outside, you might think that it's, an, that it's a heterogeneous group, but it, most of the time it's a very homogeneous group. It's extremely privileged people, and uh, it's people who completely, almost fascist in their thinking, you know, they completely believe that um, whatever they have, they earned it because of their hard work. Um, kind of uh, not ready to um, to state the facts that they are because they somehow always try to uh, um, to pretend, you know, that it's not because of their privilege that they had this access, that they, the access to. Um, to these institutions or to these people and, if, and ultimately to uh, their success, you know. So it's just really fascinating, you know. But yeah. So uh, it was a bit of a rant, that one. Uh, I hope that wherever you are, you are doing well. Thanks you very much for listening to this episode. If you have any questions, please write to podcast at foreignersjournal.com. Thanks and um, till next time. Bye. Thank you very much for listening to the Foreigners Journal podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please give us a five-star rating so more people can find the podcast more easily. If you have any questions or would like to contact us, then please use the email address podcast at We hope you join us the next time.